Damn. I know. I, so for me personally, I agree. What, what it was when you said uh, 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 the uh, like the, the album. You know what I'm saying? When you yeah. talk about like the album, don't get me wrong. Jada Kiss got he has uh, zero classic albums. Cl that's what I'm trying to say. Classic. He has zero classic albums. That's what I'm trying to say. He has. That's now, a very big thing, point. Just because the album is not a classic, so like I, I say, an album is a ring, right? Just because it's not a ring doesn't mean it wasn't a great album. Yeah. Some albums were a finals appearance. Yeah. Some out. Al some albums just made the playoffs. Would you put Benny Singles above Jadakiss? No. <laughs> you put okay. Doesn't matter. I, I'm not. I'm an objective. I, I, I don't. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't. When when we when we're having a conversation about music, yep. I'm not having a subjective conversation. We're having an objective conversation. Correct. I do not like Eminem at all. Oh. Doesn't matter. But he's a top ten rapper. Agreed. Ten. He's probably at ten. Maybe. Maybe. He's. I'll put it like this. He's no higher than seven. He's no lower than twenty. I give it that. So you see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. but that's an objective opinion, right? I give it that's that. That's me saying I don't like the motherfucker's music. I don't listen to Eminem, but I have to agree he's moved the genre forward. Yeah. He does have a ring with the Marshall Mathers LP. Some people will tell you the Slim Shady LP is also. But regardless of the fact, I know for a fact the Marshall Mathers LP is a classic. Facts. I know. I like the Relapse album, to be honest. I, that's they, way they, after. That's way. They, they got to think yeah. that's my generation too. Yeah. Like, that's How really, you? I'm 26. Oh, okay. Makes so sense. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to more of that. But. But yeah, I'm not. It's just because I'm not a fan doesn't mean I don't. I, I got. I'm, I'm gonna hate on you. Right. You know what I'm saying. So I don't like Eminem. But guess what? I can't deny his place in hip hop. Mm -hmm. Question? Because you know, two lyrical individuals I'm gonna bring up, capitalizing off Eminem. Are we recording? We're, we're live. We're I want to say right now, you put uh, who you got? J Core, Eminem up in the rap battle. And not not battle rap, but like you okay. know what I'm saying. Battle rap. Yeah, Eminem two different wins. things. Yeah. Lyric yeah. for lyric, who you got? Who J Cole. Hundred ten percent over Eminem. How many, over story or what? Like, what are you basing this off? I'm of? basing off when we talk now. When we talk lyrics, right? You also have to look at it from how do they? How does the lyrics connect with you, right? Again, I just told you Eminem. I'm not a fan, right? right. So it's like Eminem doesn't make. You know why I don't like Eminem? I'll be honest. What it is is he plays too fucking much for me. As much as he'll give, like, and mind you, I was outside when Eminem was was like at his peak, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. As much as he'll give you a stand or he'll give you a, a a song where he's lyrically, then he'll like do some like Batman and Robin, <laughs> and then, and then, just, like mm. that shit corny to me, dog. Switches it up, yeah. Yeah, I don't, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that, that's what the industry causes them to do, though. No, it doesn't. You, that's the thing. You don't have to do that. You choose to do that. I feel like at the end of the day, you do have to. You play some type of a puppet. You know what I'm saying? In, do you? In, yeah, Nas has it. Nas Nas Illmatic is a classic album. There's no singles. Yeah, if you compare, you, yeah, but that's Nas though. And so, but you, can't you just go, you just you just asked me about J Cole. He's a descendant of Nas. Did the same thing. Yeah, yeah but that's J. different Cole though. That's different either, right? though. Everybody has a different way that they you know. But you, but you asked me. Go ahead. Who's better? Go ahead. Right, and my reasoning is is Eminem play too much. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. He's not wrong for doing it. Mm -hmm. But it's like don't say you have to do that. But I. But the thing is, that's what I. I, feel, I gravitate towards Eminem. I fuck with Eminem. And that's what's I, up. I fuck with with Eminem. He's lyrical. He's punching in no matter what. You know what you gonna get from Eminem. I don't disagree with but that. But you're not listening to Eminem, G. No, like, yeah. I'm just saying you. No, but yeah. like we're not listening to Eminem in the car, like. No, I don't I listen. You will never hear me in recent. In hear me listening to recent Eminem at all. His last album, not listening to. But like I said, Marshall Mathers EP, Slim Shady. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm listening to that. That's lyrical if shit, right there. I never said he. You, I never said he wasn't lyrical though. I never said that. Mm -hmm. I never said he wasn't lyrical. But then, I, you so, said you. I don't. You think can't it, get mad at my opinion. <laughs> you just said subjective. Just, when you ask a question, right? You ask me a question, then you get mad. Like, oh man, how you gonna say that, nigga? Yeah. You asked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not that. So here's the thing. I'm not sitting here shitting on Eminem. Yep. I'm. I just told you three things about Eminem. Number one, I'm not a fan. Mm -hmm. 
But there's always a rapper that maybe is popular that nobody's that everybody's not a fan of, right? Mm -hmm. There's motherfuckers like niggas in the South don't like Nas. I can't get mad at that. They don't. There's niggas in the South like I know. I know people personally who think Nas is trash. Wow. Right. But that's fine, right? Because they just don't connect. But you also can't deny his place in hip hop history. No. So the same thing goes for Eminem. I don't think Eminem's trash. You'll never hear me say that. He's not trash. He's lyrically he's superior. Don't disagree with that. But, but you ask me who's better l- l- lyrically, right. J. Cole or Eminem? Right. I'm telling you, for me, yep. it's J. Cole. Yep. Right. Not close. Yep. I think Eminem can rap. I think Eminem is great. I don't think he's track. None of that. I don't. I don't deny anything. And like I told, as a matter of fact, I'll even give you. I'll even go a step further. Right. I told you that in my top fifty. Right. Eminem is no higher than seven. But he's no lower than twenty. Yep. He will have his his spot. No he, higher than seven, huh? No higher. He can't be. He's not <laughs> yeah, top five. He's he not. He's not better. Yeah. You know. People. Go ahead. For, I'm not saying I put him, but people have put him in top five. And there's nothing wrong with that, yep. right? But I can't. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he. Listen. I, again, I'm saying he's no higher. Like, if you say he's below twenty, you hating. Yeah. If you for say sure. he. If you say he's he's higher. If you say he's in your top five, that means you just a fan. Or you ain't showing love to the people that really deserve R- it. Right. But my thing is, but when I do this list, Eminem will be higher than J. Cole. Explaining that, too, because I think the cameras because weren't rolling on that. But what are you basing this off of, too? So you know, what, I, what, what are we talking about here? When I do a top, when I'm doing my top 50 list on the Music is Love Language podcast, right? That's now on Revolt. What's up, yo? Yeah. Shout uh, out to the family. Shout out to the family. Uh, when I do my top 50, I'm taking all of these things into account. Not your lyrics, your commercial success. Now, also, I break down what percentage I, like, I, I lean into, it, right? Mm-hmm. So your commercial success is not uh, it's not 50% of the argument. It's probably about 5 to 10%, but it matters. When you say commercial success, that means... Impact, I would say, sell, No, selling records. Like, people knowing who you are. Like, okay, prime example, right? So we'll take somebody, we'll take somebody like Kendrick Lamar, right? Kendrick Lamar will be somewhere in the top 10, yeah. right? Not only is Kendrick Lamar put out great albums, not only is Kendrick Lamar done blah blah but he also has commercial success mm-hmm. right whereas somebody who also so i take somebody else who has two rings who might not even make the list lupe fiasco mm. lupe yeah underrated He's, yeah he has two, lupe fiasco has two rings food and liquor and the cool are crazy is that yeah. the one kick push came off of yes yep two yep. Li- kick push and i mean I'm, I'm kick push food and liquor and 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 the cool are crazy but he gets washed. I mean, he just get washed in the day. Yeah, but it's like, it. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I got to take your commercials somewhat into accountability. Yeah. So it's your commercial success, your impact slash your influence. So like, you know, how, when you, when you, when you drop, mm-hmm. right? So when, if, if Kendrick Lamar says today, I'm dropping an album tomorrow, mm-hmm. the whole world is stopping. Mm-hmm. Not the whole world, but the hip hop community, the art, whatever, like, we, Waiting sto- on. we, we, we ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm taking in accountability, your, your championship rings. For me, a championship ring is a classic album, mm-hmm. right? Uh, also, I'm, I'm taking in, did you move the genre forward? And the last thing is, can we tell the story of hip-hop without you? Mm-hmm. So as much as I don't like Eminem, we cannot tell the story of hip-hop without can. Eminem. Okay, I like this that. But I can down. tell the story of hip-hop without Lupe Fiasco. You can. This is true. Damn, damn. That, that's interesting, because I, I had it in my notes coming into this. Mm-hmm. It's, we talk about classics. Mm-hmm. Are there classics album, albums being made today like there were mm-hmm. in those days mm-hmm. back in the day? The problem is, is that some albums are instant classics. You know for a fact, like, okay, September, you're 26 years old, mm-hmm. right? How old are you? 
29. I like you're not to say 30. 30. Yet. You're not 30 like, yet. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I was doing the same thing when I was 29. <laughs> so in September 11, 2001, Jay-Z drops the blueprint. Mm. I immediately knew this was a classic album. Immediately, yeah. It didn't take it didn't take long. Like I heard it maybe two weeks before it came out, and I was like, Nah, nah, nigga, this is this is something special, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's albums where you say, Okay, this was really good, but let's see its replay replay value mm. in ten years, right? So I'll take an album that came out in 2016 or EP. It was an EP. He calls it an EP, but to me, it was an album. Chance the Rapper's Coloring Book. Oh, 2016, right? I don't know. At the time, I was like, nigga, this is fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? But I didn't know if it was a classic, right? Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I didn't know is because it was too soon to tell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the time, but like, I put that album on, let's say if I put that album on today. Mm -hmm. Still, like, and then I got I got my criteria on what a classic album is. You know what I'm saying? Does it move the genre forward? Uh, impact, influence, test of time, and, and, and track list, it has to be 80% or better. It has to meet three of my five. If it meets three of my five criteria, you can tell me it's a classic. If it doesn't meet three of the five, you can't look me in my eye and tell me it's a classic. Damn. When I say that, though, that Chance the Rapper joint, Impact, yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Test of Time, yes. Mm -hmm. Track listing, yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? Damn the whole album. That's three right there. Yeah. It's a classic album now. I get it. I get it. I didn't, it aged like one, too. It, oh. I wish a lot, like, but, but like we, but, but like what you told us in the behind the scenes. I don't yeah. know if we want to say it on the podcast, but as far as like the Rolling Stones, how they yeah, come yeah, up with yeah, their yeah, top fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as people trying to figure out, like, is is this how they coming up with their numbers? But no, then you got, they don't have a. So that's the problem, right? When you're having a top fifty, or when you're having a top anything conversation, or you're talking about music, right? There needs to be a litmus test. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a bar. There needs to be like, if you're arguing with me, right? I have a so like you you okay? Problem is it we arguing about Eminem, right? Yep. But I have a clear, concise point of view that you can argue with, but it's like, I'm going to always go back to, well, is it, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm always going to go back to this. Yep. I don't I don't try to, like, of course there's some outliers and stuff like that. But for the most part, this is my criteria. And if you're arguing me about the criteria, that's a different story. But don't, but but like, I don't like when like Roller Stone put out a list and don't tell us, well, what's the, what, what are we talking about here? All right. Right, right. You're, you're you're saying Curtis Blow is is in the top fifty. I love Curtis Blow, right? But he's not a top fifty rapper. Mm -hmm. I can't call Curtis. I can't say that. I don't know who Curtis Blow is. That's the that's my point. <laughs> Good point. That's, there you that's go. the point, right? You, yeah. Like, there's a whole generation. Not to say that you know. Look, I know who Curtis Blow is. I know what he's done for hip hop, right? right? But you can't look me in my eye and tell me. And and look. Part of it is the times, right? Curtis Blow came out in 79 and, or 1980, 81. He was hot then. Mm -hmm. All right, hip-hop was only about five years old around sure. that time. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was still, hip-hop was still a, a, a descendant of the disco era. Like, people don't realize, like, hip-hop started mixing disco records. Like, the break on a disco record, they would just rap over that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's yeah. all it was. Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> Over, a, it was like, it was called, like, it would be what they call it a break, right? So it was These like. These are the breaks. But it was like an hour, so like a, a disco record would be like 15, well, about like eight, seven minutes long, right? But there's only one part of the record where it's like, oh, this shit hot. So what he would do is he would mark it on his jaw with a crayon. Go watch the get down when you get a I chance. I watched it. That's all. I'm literally Go smiling. Watch, I remember. He, yeah. So it's. <laughs> yeah. Boom. They come back over. Boom. Yeah. And then what you, now you got a beat. Mm -hmm. And what do you do? Rap over it. Mm. That's hip hop. Wow, created right then and there. Okay. Right then and there. That's think about the Sugar Hill Gang. The first, the, the record, uh, 
Rapper's Delight. That's mm. literally Good Times by Sheik. But all the thing they're playing is is That's all they're playing. Good times. Like, that's all they're doing. Yeah. What the fuck? They're rapping over good times. That's all they're doing. What the fuck? Now, a lot of people would say, well, Clint, <laughs> you just why the fuck on. am I listening you to you about on. this music opinion? I know, We did skip over it, you know. I know, we skipped over a lot. Yeah. Your, your education behind the music, bro. Like, can we speak on that a little bit? Like, uh, I don't really have an education, right? But it's some, like I'm somebody who just loves music, right? And it, it starts with my pop, you know what I'm saying? Um, and my mom, my mom and my dad, they, they we, we listen to a lot of music in the house. And me and my dad debated music all the time. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom debate music all the time. That's nice. And and and, and I got an older cousin named Dinden. Uh, I ain't gonna say his, well, his real name is Dennis, but we call him Dinden. Um, Dinden. Well, because his his dad name was Dennis, so okay. Dennis, you know, Dinden. Oh, because he's the second one. Yeah, exactly. Say less. So yeah, exactly. So shout my out co- Dinden. Shout out, yeah. So my, my cousin, <laughs> my cousin Den, he used to cut my hair when I was a kid, right? But he was he was listening, but he he's about ten years older than me, and you know. You talking about I'm seven years old or I'm I'm eight years old going to get a haircut. He 18, but mind you, I'm eight years old in 1995. He playing, you know, Nas and Biggie and blah 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 blah. And I'm growing up with all of this, and then I'm learning hip hop as as it's going. And I'm loving I'm loving the culture. I'm loving the genre. Mm-hmm. Same thing with R&B. Same thing with jazz. Same thing with anything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 and my dad. So and also my dad. He had me playing music when I was growing up. I used to play the saxophone. A lot of people don't know that. That's uh, awesome. I know how to read music. Like, yeah, but I'm not a, I'm not a musician. I just, I'm a, that's like, and, I, and I'm a vinyl record collector, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I, when I say I'm a collector, like, I'm not like a don't nigga. Don't say music. that because my pop's going to come I got like eight, I got like sure. I got like 18 to 20,000 records. Oh, like, damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm a collector, dog. Like, I'm the type of guy who goes into a record shop. I'm not buying a record because it looks good. I'm buying a record because I know its value. I know what it, what it means. So like, prime example, one of my most valuable records is a Tony is Tony Braxton's first album. Yeah. People are like, "Well, dude, the album is fire." Yeah, I know. But the album didn't but they didn't sell it on vinyl in the United States. It only came out overseas on vinyl. But I have one. So you're doing the research behind the which Exactly. Say less. Okay. Exactly. You know like, how to use them? Like the, I know you 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 touch the DJs. Did yeah. you ever no, DJ never, vinyl? No. no. Well, I DJ vinyl if I I mean like the single if I have like albums that are singles. Yeah. Yes, I'll do that, but I won't but I try not to scratch them. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> that's not what they make. They're like, collectibles. Think, yeah, they're collectibles. Yeah, I exactly. get you. How much would you say your, because, I mean, yeah, how much would you say your most expensive record is that you have that you collected? It's probably that Tony Brecker run. That that Tony cost Brecker. me, it cost me $75 to get. Damn, just. But, yeah, but, no, I'm sorry, no, I'm lying, I'm lying. I paid 75 for a Shy record, for that, sh- for, uh, I have a Shy record, Shy, uh, If I Ever Fall In Love album. Yep, yep. Um, That didn't come out in the States either. You know what I'm saying? But it came out here, but it didn't come out on vinyl. You got to remember, vinyl was done by like 1990. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. So they were only doing vinyls for promotional uses only. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so, like CDs now. Yeah, exactly. But at the time, CDs and tapes were the thing. Yep. Um. So I paid, but the, the owner didn't know what he had with that Tony Braxton record. I only paid like $30. Mm. Wow. So that record, yeah, you came up on it. If you thing. go on eBay yeah. right now, look up that Tony Braxton record. I guarantee you people are charging two, three, four hundred dollars $400. Just nice. for... Damn. SWV's first album on vinyl, same thing. That's worth like that's, that's like I'm seeing people charging three, four. I might buy it because it's it's that rare. And they're coming. They're actually don't they got a biopic coming or uh, something going on with? I think they on tour, but that's yeah, what. But. Yeah, but still, everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. 
though. But it's I not mean, about. A... But it's not about the artist. It's about how rare the record is. How rare the re- so like. What's another one then? Listen, give so me- think about like the miseducation of Lauryn Hill, right? There we go. It's not a rare record. The reason why is because they're they're reprinting it. Mm-hmm. So they know how great the album is. They're doing reprints. Gotcha. Certain albums weren't reprinted. So like SWV's first album was never reprinted. Uh, Tony Braxton's first album never reprinted. You know what I'm saying? Shy's mm-hmm. album never reprinted. Like we talking albums that if they if it doesn't get it, like same thing with like I'm trying to get LL Cool J's Mr. Smith never reprinted. Ooh. Because you can find that records on eBay. Yeah. What's your favorite record that you've collected? Is it, is it the Tony Braxton one? It was, yeah, just because I, they didn't know what I had. But also, man, I got... Uh, That's a Michael Jackson? I mean, yeah, but I mean, Michael Jackson records get yeah, reprinted. all the you time. Know? True. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like yes. people, you know, you could buy a Thriller right now on, on Amazon for $30. You could buy Off the Wall for $30. You could buy Bad for $30. You know what I'm saying? Um, Talking I, to a real collector here. We I, have, the shoe game. I have right. a, yeah, I have a Earth, Wind, and Fire record that was printed in 1972. Ooh. That was my father's record. He gave me that. Wow. He gave me a bunch of them, but I had my, I got my father's whole record collection. Same thing with my uncle. Nice. You got some almost 50 yeah. year old. It is 50 years old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my yeah. dad graduated high school in 1972. What the hell? That's a trip. But you mm-hmm. won't, yeah. I mean, but can you, um, can you remake? Those records, like, because you you know you don't want to mess up the originals. Can you just remake them so that way you have a copy of them to scratch on? Like, how do you go? About so doing I don't want to scratch. I mean, because like at, th- at this point, when it comes to vinyl, right, or when it comes to DJing, right, you don't yeah, have to too. scratch, right? I mean, yeah. you do have to scratch, but I'm, I got Serato, and you got this. So the technology <laughs> has evolved to where you don't need to do it, right? There you go. It's not, like I'm not collecting the albums for the music. I'm collecting the albums for the collection. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, and that's something that'll never die. And they'll go. They'll they'll get passed down to my daughter and my son, and that's what that's what they're for. It's 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 history, right? Like one thing that I like about albums, when you look at an album cover, right, you can see a moment in time where and what that artist was either feeling or doing. Mm. Like true. and yourself too. Yeah, you can, put dog, like, you in can yeah, like so like when I look at when I see certain album covers, like when I see and again I'm just using the blueprint as a as a reference, but when I see the blueprint album cover, like I remember like where I was when Izzo came out. Mm. I remember where I was the first time I heard Heart of the City. Mm. I re- like you know what I'm saying? Like these things, like th- it's just it's a moment in time. It's yeah, it's it's definitely. it's it's history on wax. Literally, yeah, at that point. It's, where are you where are you where are you from? That, that's what I was gonna get to, because he said the dad passed him down. We're in LA right now. Like, he came Oh, this is, I feel like it's been a journey, right? Yeah, no, no. You brought I, yeah. up a lot of East Coast. I kind of hear. I'm born, it. In, I'm born and raised in Philly. There Grew up go. in Philly. Uh, my dad, um, not my dad. I'm sorry, he ain't got nothing to do with it. Well, he does. I mean, he's born in Philly too. But, uh, <laughs> Respect the pops. I'm born. In, I'm born and raised in Philly. Um, I moved to New York when I was 22, and then I moved to LA when I was 23. Wow. And I've been out here since. What was it like in New York? What made you want to go to New York? I mean, of course you were on the East Coast. You so know, but. you know, I'm a you know uh, outside all this music shit we talking right. Like I'm probably one of the baddest motherfuckers on stage, stand up comedy mm-hmm. wise, dog. Ain't, like, ain't too many niggas fucking with me. I'm gonna say that. Talk to my I mean? man, like, nice. I say it in the camera too, man. Like you know, we can talk all this music shit. You know, the podcast music is love language, but don't forget, like my roots is a stand. I'm a stand up comedian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm him. You know yeah. what I mean? Talk that shit. I'm him. So, talk but uh, yeah, so I, I moved up there to do stand up. Um, New York was hard because during the winter, man, it's, it sucks being broke in the wintertime. Like, I was 22 years old, 23 years old. Like, I'm broke in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a bad combination. <laughs> and it's cold out it's there. It's cold outside. Yeah. Like, so I, and I had a real job at the time, too. I was working at, uh, at J.P. Morgan Chase at the time, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, I was a financial advisor. Okay. So, 
I knew nothing about finance, but I lied on my resume to get the job or whatever. Because <laughs> I needed a job, nigga. What the fuck? Like, no, I ain't mad it. at you. Yeah, I said I had a, I'm doing I, it right now. I said I had a degree <laughs> in finance, all that. Because like, <laughs> they ain't checking no degrees when you go in there. They never check. Bro, that's the truth. They, I, need, I was like, yo, man, I got a, I got a, I got a degree. <laughs> I got a degree in finance. No cap. Fuck, man. Where'd you say it was from? Uh, 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 um, Temple. You really see? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, bro, really so I'm really out. I graduated from Temple. Okay, you know what man. And, and they ain't checked. They, I got the interview on the spot. Got the job. That's I think at the time I was First making like forty. I was making like forty grand a year. This was in, but this is forty grand a year. This was back okay. in 20, 2010. Yeah. Oh, right. that's cool. Yeah, that's good money. No, that wasn't not nope. in New York, nigga. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, no, for real. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad money, but it was money that I need. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Was so, it a big difference from Philly to New York, like culture-wise? Not really. Culture like we no. about this. It, it's not that we the same. New York is just a little bit faster and, and a lot more and a lot more people. But like the rudeness, I'm used to. Right. The the disrespect, I'm used to. The, the the weather, I'm used to. Yeah. So all of that stuff don't don't didn't really phase me. The only thing that was an adjustment was I'm moving to New York for the entertainment industry. You know what I'm saying? And I just remember that I had yeah I had nothing going on at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working. I'm nigga. I'm working eight hours a day, so my day starts at six in the morning, right? Ooh. Or I get up. So this was my day in New York. I woke up at five thirty in the morning, right? Now, mind you, that's the latest time you could wake up, mm -hmm. take a shower, brush your teeth, get dressed. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, I gotta wear a suit to work. All right. Oh yeah, you so, already, yeah. I gotta wear a suit to work, right? So I bring my, I got a suit, then I'm bringing my clothes in the bag or my other clothes in the bag after the after after work, right? So I'm done work about 5, 5.30 p.m., right? Because I got to be there by 8, but I got to get on the train. It's a long-ass train ride because I lived in Brooklyn, and I'm working in the city. Mind you, people don't know this in New York. In the morning, there's train traffic. Like stopping no. by people or stopping Like the there's trains? too many motherfuckers on the train that you can't literally, you literally can't get on. Mm. So there's train traffic. Like, it's like... The, we deal with Bart in the Bay. Like, that's where we're from. We deal with Bart. I know about Bart. I know about Bart. Bart ever okay. deals with too I'm, much train I'll say traffic. this. I love the Bay. Very well-traveled, bro. I, I used to, I, I, I do a show in the Bay at least two, two, two three times a year. There so, you, go. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just did, uh, in Oakland, I just did... Uh, the, uh, the new parish. Yeah, oh, yeah. the new parish. I yeah. just did the new. Next parish. Next time you go, we're pulling up. For yeah, sure, bro. I definitely just. Lie. I just did the new parish in June. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. No, no doubt. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, and real quick, my favorite rapper right now is from the Bay. Who is that? Larry June. Nigga, you are. Larry June. I love June, dog. Like. I talk about no, that's another story, man. June make me happy, dog. <laughs> Say that. That's a, like for real, for Say real. That. Like he, he, yo. If we talk about a rapper that's had influence on my life, mm -hmm. nigga, I literally I eat organic. I drink smoothies, yep. and you're not the only one. That's no a lot bullshit. Of like I legit drink like green. Like nigga, he be like, yeah, man, I'm over here drinking this hot water and shit. Man. I'm like, I'm like why water. you why you drinking hot water? Shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, we ain't never had a rapper like that though. Yo, he's so, I ain't never. He's a hood nigga that's positive, bro. Mm -hmm. And that's that goes a long way. That's why a lot of people gravitate towards Larry June. You feel me? Like he's he is positive. a hood nigga, but he's but still he's, po he's positive, dog. That's respect. I ain't got time for the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And what he's talking about is just some. Like, I ain't got they, time for the bullshit. Better shit. Yeah, you know what dog. I mean? like, do, be all do, shit, better. do better. Yeah. Do better. Exactly. He's you know what I mean? Like that's a conscious rapper. You know what I mean? I that's agree. That is but without the without the he's a conscious rapper without the big words. Yeah. Like, he's somebody, he's a conscious rapper you can actually understand. And relate right? to. You know what I mean? He ain't talking about the struggle, or, or not really the struggle, but he ain't talking about how, like, yeah, black people, we need it. No, 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 nigga, just 
Chill. Health is wealth. Everything's <laughs> obtainable that he's speaking Everything's about. Everything's obtainable. Mm-hmm. Right. He was like, I remember on his last album, uh, The Great Escape with, with Alchemist, he's like, yeah, Ooh. man, you know, he was like, merchandise, my nigga. You got to keep the merchandise. And I'm like, yeah, let me get my merchandise. <laughs> that, that, that nigga merch is nice. That is merch. That nigga crazy. Man, sells out no, every yeah. time. Listen, that nigga merch is I, nice. I went, to see Larry, I went to see June at the Will Turn here in L.A. Me and my girl, I bought I bought two hoodies. 75 a piece. Mm-hmm. 75 a piece. But... It's, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's not like you just getting the Larry June on a shirt. No. You getting the yeah, you exactly. You and and that, it's quality too. That organic. Right, exactly. See? But hey, um, hey, hey. but yeah, so in New York though, all right. So yeah, I'm I'm five o'clock in the, in the evening. I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving the job. Um, I'm changing my clothes, and now it's time to do stand-up at night. So I'm hitting up, getting up doing like two, three stages a night. It's is is hard because like you know New York stages is different, right? Not that just the, the crowd is hard, but it's like don't nobody care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, I ain't nobody, and I I'm at the time I'm 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 yeah I yeah nobody knew who the fuck I was or anything like that. I'm not even known in in the comedy community like that. Just just to, are you doing it in the suits? Are you changing? No, I'm changing. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 you can't do that in the suits, man. <laughs> yeah. but they gonna make fun of you if you go up there. In no, the suit? it's just like you have a when you in a suit. Right, you have when you're doing open mics and shit. You have a, it's like an aura that you think you better. Mm. It just that's what that's what it comes off as. I'm not saying that's that's true or not, but that's that's kind of how it comes off. And Understood. At the end of the day, with comedians, we're fraternity and stuff like that. Nobody's better than anybody. I mean, no, I, I take that back. No, we're when we're in the same room, we're all the same person. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I'm in a room with, if I'm at an open mic, I don't give a fuck. All my credits don't matter, nigga. This is open mic. Mm-hmm. We here like just be funny mm-hmm. or work on your jokes. So. Um, but yeah, man. Is that why you you do see some of these bigger uh, stars of in the comedy world go down and do the open mics again when they start practicing material for newer? That's the point. That, that's the point. That's the point. But that's interesting. I feel like that's an unwritten law. That I mean, you don't hear that in other industries, but I feel like the way you just said it was like that's really a law. I'm in literally the about world. to go to the East Coast on Sunday. I will be in Philly and New York between Sunday, May seventh, and. June 7th. I'll be there for a month. Oh well. But I'm working on new jokes. That yeah, is that yeah. is the point of my that is the that is the number one goal of my trip. That's what I wanted to ask too, because um back in my mind, like I mm. watch a lot of Kevin Hart's, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So like, of course, like you said, you had to go back and work on your mm-hmm. skits. When you work on your skits or your material, uh, material thank you. Mm-hmm. When you work on your material, who gives the approval that the shit's actually funny? I do, and the crowd does. So when you do that, like, okay, all right, how do you go about Giving are they always relatable stories? Are they are they actually always true? This, you know what this, I mean? It's true with fabrication. With fabrication, that's what I've wondered. With like Kevin Hart, I'm like it's true stories, but he he's probably fabricating it a little bit. But you have to right because again, I'm telling a joke, <clears throat> right? So if I'm telling a story about you know, okay, I got a prime example, right? One of my one of, a joke that I talk about. Um, the joke is about to get retired, right? But um, um <laughs> I talk about how um, during the pandemic. You know, me and this chick was, you know, she asked me, you know, I asked her for a nude. She gave it to me, right? When she asked me for a nude and I took a picture of myself, ass naked, full body, I was like, ah, that it. I don't want to send this. Yeah. But I, but also, right, that story is true, but there's fabrication in the, on top of the story that makes You probably the, just sent it right away. That makes it, no, I didn't. <laughs> it was, it was, there's more to the story. I'm not giving away the joke, I but the that. point I'm making is, it's like, the story is true, yeah. right? Like, we did, we like... I was insecure about my body, yeah. but the way that I'm talking about it and telling the story, interesting. Now it's funny. What what makes a joke get retired? Like you said it once you times? do once you do it on on a, on TV on TV. Okay. Once you do it on TV, 
Because then they can or just it gets retired after a year. Like if like so, right? Prime example, right? I'm trying to go on tour. Or I'm not trying. I am going on tour. Um, at the end of at the end of this year, right? And it's the dates, but we're pulling up. I'm no doubt, man. I'm um, I'm doing on tour at the end of this year, but like, if you a fan, if you a fan of me, right? You probably came to the tour last year. You can't see the same same stuff. Joke not funny the second time. There we go. There we go. As a, and as a fan, I, I don't want to hear the same joke. The joke, yeah. Shit. But yeah, like now, true. going back to music though, that's why I envy them niggas. You could do I, when it, when you go <laughs> when you go see Mary J. Blige, you want to hear the old shit. Yeah, that's true. true. You don't want to hear the new shit. <laughs> like, not even that. We're using bars in, in different songs. It's, yeah, it's, it's easy. Yeah, to... <laughs> like Jay Z. Like you like he like yeah man. I got a new album dropping, and it's like because it's Jay Z. Okay, we fuck with it. Yeah, but yeah. nigga, I want to hear I want to hear mm-hmm. Jigga what Jigga who nigga like. <laughs> Kingdom come. Yeah, that's true. But with that's me true. on the other hand, it's like nah nigga. I don't want to hear them old ass jokes like yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck about you being insecure about you what's going on in your life now yeah do you think that Just Wanna Rock you know just became the new anthem of Philly since you from Philly versus the Meek Mill uh, that uh, was a debate dreams, versus, day, Ni- dreams versus Nightmares you are you know you from Philly I don't know if it has nothing will ever replace Dreams versus Nightmares facts and I said I'm not from I there I Wanna but Rock I was... was beautiful if we would've won the Super Bowl it might would've meant it might would've meant a little bit more mm-hmm. I like the song I Wanna Rock I just wanna rock you know what I'm saying? I like, <laughs> but, but but dreams and nightmares hits different because of the lyrics, right? Like I want to rock is a dope beat. It's a dope song. It's fun. It's upbeat. It's you know what I'm saying? Right. But nigga, when you say I, you know, Hold I used to wait pray, a minute. I used to pray for times like this. Right. Nigga, like what? This. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Like, and you gotta remember too. Like, I mean, I don't know Meek, right? Um, but I I know we we we're the same age, and I know the people he knows. He knows the people I like. We don't know each other personally. You know what I'm saying, but. Philly kind of small, you could say. It is small, but if you're in the industry or whatever, we we all know each other. There we we try to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, I've never had the pleasure of being around Meek or anything like that. But I, I relate to him in, in that sense or with that song because mm-hmm. I watched him become famous. Yeah. I watched Meek become a star. Like I watched it. It it, it happened in real time. Nappy braids like, and all. I'm talking, but I mean, I was like those DVDs or stuff like that. Like I remember watching Cassidy. At Broad and Alany battle rap. Like those, those, these are like this is like I came up on that. Like mm-hmm. I remember when Cassidy and Freeway had a battle. No diss free. Uh <laughs> and, and, and Cassidy, you know, like yeah. Cass was that boy back that man back in the day. He was, yeah. No cap. So it's like, yeah, so it's like, you know, like so I say that to say, when you have when you have that kind of rapport with the city, it's hard to replace that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, dreams and nightmares unfortunately will never get replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can't be the new song, but it's just like that song means so much to us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's up to. I'm not gonna lie. Dreams and that the dreams and nightmare intro is almost is is just as much as a Philly anthem as summertime. That's a, see, I was gonna bring up Will Smith. That's right a now prime too. example of remembering yeah. where I was. I was in Spanish class, bro, when yeah. I put that shit on for the first time. Meek dropped the Dreams and Nightmares album, and then the intro came out. Spanish class, that's crazy. Up, I'm a gro- I was a grown ass man when that shit. <laughs> <laughs> in class, though. I was, in class. I was a grown ass man. Like, man, work though. Yeah, dog, that ass. Like, I think when that album dropped, like 2011. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, 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 dog. I was, yeah. In, I was here. I remember because here's the thing: there was a lot of controversy around that time too with the album because I remember he did the song Amen. You know, there's some bad mm-hmm. bitches in the building. And the Amen. preacher came out and said, And they mm-hmm. was mad at this nigga, mm-hmm. boy. Woo. Mm-hmm. So. Churches right. was all mad. Like, they was mad at want? him. Yeah, I remember that. They was mad at him. I was, what what I say? Did you talk, speaking on New York again, what was one of the biggest lessons that New York taught you about comedy? You can't skip steps. You got to do the work. Like, you, you, you have, and 
New York was so the reason why I left New York was two reasons. One, it was way too competitive for me. Like I like comedy, I loved I loved the craft, but it was like to the point where niggas was it'd be like, yo, you can't follow me and blah 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 blah. And it's like, all right, bro, that's cool, but you've been doing comedy thirty years. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to fucking follow you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it just became too too much. It was no camaraderie. It felt like. Whereas when I moved to LA, it was a lot of camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? Like cats want to see you win. Cats, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my friends are on TV. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I'm happy for them. You right. know what I'm saying? My friends are selling out shows. I'm happy for them. Guys that I've known for, for 5, 10, 15 years, like, they're doing well now. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when I was in New York, I didn't see it like that. You know what I'm saying? But again, I only spent a year in New York. And again, I was broke. And I had my own insecurities. You know what I'm saying? So, but the one thing it taught me, though, is definitely you can't skip steps. You have to, you know, you you got to do the work. For, a, uh, for an amateur individual that wanted to get into it, uh, how would they go about Get on stage. To, try, just get on stage. Just get on stage. I, I hate that question. Not to say that you asked it, but like when amateurs ask, like, nigga, just get on stage. Mm. Go to an open mic. It's not hard. But what you, nigga, comedy is trial and error. Right? Comedy is literally trial and error. You cannot sit at your house and think that you have to. Because yeah. here's the thing. You know, when you when you don't, when you when you're not on stage or whatever, you sometimes you lose it, right? My, like if I ain't been on stage, like I remember the lo- like since I've been a comedian, the longest I've ever the drought, the longest drought I've not been on stage was like two weeks. And if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Ten thousand shots. Congratulations, but that's hard, bro. Yeah, but go, but, yeah. but when I say, but I mean, that's just that's not me doing a. Uh, that's me either doing a guest spot. Like at some point, I'm getting on stage, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that you lose your 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 timing. You lose your 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 repetition. You lose your. You know what I'm saying? You're not sharp in the knives. Yeah, right? yo, you right. gotta keep. Yeah, and it's like comedy is not just. It's not just the jokes. It's how you're saying it. It's it's all of these things matter. How, and you, yeah. How do you deal with the crowd when they're not engaging like you would like? They're not laughing at the jokes. I don't have that problem. <laughs> you don't have that Talk problem. Shit, Talk, y'all just Talk about to Come on. But 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 earlier in my career, there we go. But, you just keep doing your set. You keep going. You, you don't. You don't. You just yeah. But and, and honestly, you not every night not your night. That's just the bottom line. Every night, not your night, bro. You seen it with like, Darren Fox in Game Seven with the Warriors. Every night, not your night, bro. Like, but but like, think about it, right? Right. So like a sing, we go back to singer, right? We we bring Major Blige up again. Yeah. She knows for a fact that real love, no matter what, let's say she performs two bullshit songs that nobody likes. She knows at the end of the day, as soon as I, as soon as they hear the doom, 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 like yep. every, it's it's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, right? <laughs> so, but you, you just gotta keep fighting. Keep yeah. You gotta keep fighting. Like it's this just it's it's not the end of the world. Comedy the hardest job? By far. Yeah. By far. Yeah, making someone laugh. It's uncertain uns- it's because it's, it's uncertainty. Uh, our, you don't have the same sense of humor. We, like, people don't have it. Nobody has, time. most people don't have, I mean, people have the same, but like, you, if there's an audience of 300 people, mm-hmm. everybody don't have the same sense of humor. True. Very true. What I don't get is like, you go to laugh, but you you see a lot of individuals that don't laugh in there. Like, why are you here? Like, what, what, what That ain't you... my problem, man. Maybe you just, sometimes you just need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I look at it like this, man. If I look out in the audience, there's 300 people, man. If 150 people are laughing, right, the other 150 people probably think I'm funny. They just every and every joke don't hit you the same. Some jokes mm-hmm. are funnier than others. That's yeah. true. Yeah. No, and I, to relate it to all of all on the board, like 
sharpening your knives is with everything in, in any industry, sports, yeah. especially yeah, 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 yeah. here in podcasting. Like yeah. we're sick. We take two weeks off. Him and I conversation isn't going to be as crispy right. as it was mm -hmm. if we're doing it every mm -hmm. day. So like not just relating it back yeah. to that. Like it's been, I love that. You, you said you, you're a writer. I see that in your bio too. Yeah. What have you, uh, has it actually, have you put out the, your work out there and actually is formed into something? Mm -hmm. What are some projects that you've... So uh, I got this show called The World Series of Spades. Uh, I wrote, created, and everything. It's exactly what it sounds like. Wow. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, Revolt, if you're listening, you know, we in talks right now. We'll yeah. see what happens. Pick it up. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, when I say we in talks, like, you, you, yeah, you get yeah. it. But uh, yeah. we've already had two seasons. Our champion right now is Makai Pfeiffer. Uh you got Mackay Pfeiffer as an actor in your movie? It's not it's, a movie, it's, though. It's, it's a show. It's a, it's it's a, a show. It's a sh Are they playing spades? Yes. Yeah, the World Series of Spades. Think of poker. The World Series of Poker. The same spades. Can you play spades? I'm not oh, nice at spades. I'm wow. Spades is not my game. I'm I see right what you're honest. saying now. That's dope. Yeah, that's, so that's, I, I wrote, that's that's my brainchild. Um, I also have a uh, a pilot called Parents that just got picked up not too long ago. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm doing good. Um, but going forward, like, I want to talk on comedy again. Is the competition, are we... Because for podcasting, we're trying to build that gap, bridge that gap for it to be able to show that, hey, there isn't, mm -hmm. it isn't competition. We can collab on shit. Is yeah. there a competition in comedy? Yeah. I mean, of course, it always is, right? Like, it's competition in everything. Same thing in podcasting, right? Like, y'all on Revolt, I'm on Revolt. Nigga, I want the number one show. Fuck you talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Right? But that doesn't mean that I have to shit on y'all or that doesn't mean that I can't collaborate with y'all. Like, look, LeBron and Steph both want to win, but... Next year, the Olympics is coming. I'm right. not saying they're playing, but... They got to play together. They, they play, play together. Or, or who... Like, you see what I'm saying? I say all that to say, um, it's, there's, there's, there's competition, but it's friendly competition. Definitely. That's what it is, right? It's friendly competitiveness. It should be like, yeah, nigga, I want to be the best person on the show, or I'm trying to kill, or... That's, that's, that's to me, that's in any business. It's just the, the, how you go about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be competitive and still be, and still be an adult. Right. That's the thing, right? People think competition means I can't talk to the competition, blah. Like, think about, let's talk spades, right? I, 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 I think I'm a, I, not I think, I'm an elite spades player, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, right, like, once we, once we done playing, nigga, you still my friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I look at the same way, like, when Jay-Z has those brunch meetings, all them niggas in there think they're the best fucking rapper, rapper in yeah, the world. Yeah, like, ja Nas thinks he's better than Jay-Z. Jay-Z, like, why, why shouldn't he? He has... No, facts. He has Little, to prove Little, it. Yeah. Lil Wayne said <laughs> that he is the best rapper ever. I'm not saying he's right, but he ain't 100% wrong. Nah. Agreed. He's not right. Agreed. But he's not 100% wrong. He has enough. He can definitely make a case that he's the greatest rapper to ever live. I'm not saying it's the truth. I'm saying he can. It's the same thing with the LeBron, Michael Jordan talk, right? Mm -hmm. Like. You could debate who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, all day till you're blue in the face. But both both athletes, same thing with Kareem, same thing with Magic, all can say, here's why I feel like I'm the greatest who ever played. Why isn't Bill Russell in that category? Because he played during he played during a time where there wasn't that many the basketball wasn't sophisticated then. Is that okay? That's what it is. That it, that's the only reason. Like it's like basketball in the sixties just it's like Come on, man. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, these guys did, like, most of them niggas had jobs after the season. Like, <laughs> no, for real, he wasn't playing Dead against ass. basketball that's players. True. He was playing against, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, that's no diss to him. He was still the best at his, his era. Yep. But the reason why, and it's also, it wasn't televised. It's only when the revolution is televised, right? So think about it. Magic and Bird is tele, was, tele, was the first time, like, NBA was really 
televised. Yeah. Don't forget, like, the, the 1980 NBA Finals, the Sixers versus the Lakers, was on a tape delay. They didn't, that wasn't live. Jordan, we watched it in real time. Every night. Yeah. We watched it in real time. So that's the difference. LeBron, we get to watch him in real time. When you, I, didn't, I don't, I don't, like, Will scored 100. Nobody has proof of the game. <laughs> hey, no cap. Nobody I'm not saying he didn't game. do it. I believe he did. Right. But there's no, like, there's no <laughs> video evidence of the game. Never thought about that shit. I never thought about that in my life. You've never, it's, it wasn't because tele, <laughs> television hadn't come of age yet. He, he did it in March of 1962. Mm. Television was still in his infancy. Yep. Yep. Do you? I mean, you. I heard you brought up Bron. You brought up MJ. Mm. How do you feel about Kobe? Is Kobe? You know, I just think Kobe is. I love Kobe, but he was just he was diet Michael Jordan. <sighs> what is LeBron? LeBron is a different type of player than Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan, like LeBron, we had never like LeBron. Is a physical specimen. He, right. was, he was. He does it all too. Like, don't forget when he ends his career, he'll be number one in points. He'll be top five in assists, and he'll be like top ten in rebounds. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's not the same. Like Kobe Bryant is, was literally. I always say it. It's not fair for him being that his position. He, but it was the just like Kobe was, was just Michael Jordan. But you're saying that for I think it's a position thing. But he, he literally no 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 him. he literally when you watch Kobe Bryant he's doing everything Michael Jordan. Yeah. He had to say he not nah, Kobe. I'm made, not taking nothing away from him. I get but you, you ask me why he's why don't I why don't I consider why don't I put him in the same conversation with Michael Jordan because I already got a Michael Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that thing that part that gets say, drowned say out that. though is just because he's in the same position. And I think skill wise, Kobe's better than Michael but Jordan. Then for, that, for me, that's I I I didn't grow up with MJ. I grew up with Kobe Bryant. I grew I, up I, with it. I grew up with my, I grew up with both. Right, right. So I didn't turn. So when I look at MJ, don't get me wrong, his accolades is great. But then what I witnessed with Kobe Bryant, you know, what I'm saying for. 17 years, I think it was, 18 years, something like that. Bro, that was, but that was what greatness. You, but what you witnessed with Kobe Bryant is the same thing I witnessed with Michael Jordan. Right. It's this, and, and when I say the same, it's the same thing. But what I witnessed with LeBron James is a, pick, is a piece from all of them with a little bit but, more of Hollywood. But I, I, what, what, what <laughs> we witnessed Hollywood. with LeBron James was more so just a player who, who – he was the first player I really saw that could do it all. Yeah. I, I, you can't take he's, that away from him. He's just that's, a monster. He's a, yeah, he's just that's a what I want to say. But that's, that's what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. But it's like, and, and also, don't forget, he, he wasn't a score first guy. For him not to be a score first guy, now you lead the league in scoring. Now, of course, that 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 has to do with you know longevity. Don't forget, LeBron took care of his body. Yeah, like man. it's just a lot, you know. And and again, I can we can go on and on about this conversation day in day out. Blah 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 blah. At the end of the day, the point I'm making is is that when we talk about competition and who's the best, right? Everybody, you can make a case, and you want to make a case. Kobe Bryant can make a case he's the greatest ever. I don't agree with it, but I'm not. Somebody told me Kobe Bryant's the greatest player ever. All right, sure. All right. Right? But, if you, but you can't tell me fucking Carl Malone is the greatest player ever. You can't. I won't allow you to say that. That's not true. That's false. Right. There's facts to, to back that up. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's but he's the, he is a great player though, Carmelo still though. That's he's true. He's a great player, but he's not, he can't be. He can't be. In, he can't. He can't be number one. It's this impossible. is true. Damn. Wait. So, what's your top three? What order is your top three in top NBA? Man, I got Jordan, LeBron, Kareem. Damn, you ain't got Kobe in there at all, bro. Kareem got six. He just MB, said he's you, under under Kobe, bro. Under Le- did you, again, we talk about like you. You got to if you say diet, you might have. You got to put him behind MJ if he's the no, diet. Co- MJ. Do, do, do you know Kareem's stats? No. Okay, well, number one, he was the leading scorer in Well, I know that, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Six rings, six MVPs. Like, nigga, that's dominance. Like, that's dominance. Six MVPs, motherfucker? Kobe ain't got no six MVPs. No, he has one. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Kobe only got MVP one time? Yes. In the league? Yes. Damn. Yes. 
they, damn, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. My thing is, I just, like I said, I grew up on him. That was like the best thing I ever seen type shit. It, me goes Jordan because of what he did, Kobe, then LeBron. And, and, and then, I don't even and fuck I got, LeBron. I got Kobe after, after, I got Kobe after Kareem, and then I got Magic. And then I might, yo, then I might, then this is where it gets interesting, right? Because Steph is in my top 10. I mean, he's in a lot. Okay. He's in my top 10. Steph I, might, depending on what he does this year, he might be in my top five. He's getting you, top five. You got KD in there? there? No. No? You got... Uh, KD doesn't deserve that yet. You yet. got VC? Vince, you got Vince Carter in there? No, he's not in my top 50. No. I'm trying to think. Like, T-Mac? No, he's not in my top 50. <laughs> All right. Now I want to know, who's your top six? Who's your six? Because now you got six-man type shit. Six is probably Steph. Six would be Steph? Steph might be six. Steph. Oh, Bill Russell is six. Then Steph is seven. So Bill Russell definitely still gets it. And then, his, then yeah. it's like, then you got like Larry Bird, you know what I'm saying? That's um, one month. Is Tim I Duncan really and like yes. Manu Ginobili? I'm sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. You, you know, you get, Tim, Duncan, Tim Duncan is like eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, not Manu though, but Tim Duncan for sure. Dirk? I got Tim Duncan over Dirk, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. I gotta, you got to really, I got to sit down with this. Hey, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this yeah, later, but I do want to get some advice from you guys. So there's this quote, right? And then I know you guys have probably heard it. When you talk to a female, you look at her mom. That's probably what she's going to look like in the future. Okay. You heard about that? I heard that, yes. Yeah. Can, you, can I get you guys' opinion on that statement? Because I've, I've heard that a couple times in the last week. And like, make sure you look at her mom. And I've seen a couple moms to the, to the daughters, and now it doesn't look well. So do you guys think that's going to be? <laughs> I disagree to what this extent. You don't know the circumstances of what her mom has been through. So to say that her mom looks a certain way, right? We don't know if her mother, you know, abused drugs. We don't know if her mom uh, had a medical issue. We don't like all of those things have to go into to effect. It is true. Like so let's say, like, let's say you're looking at her mom, and let's say her mom doesn't look that great, right? Well, you don't know what her mom has been through. You don't know what kind of life her mom had. You know what I'm saying? So her mom didn't get the treatments to be able to go do what you don't, kids you don't, do. Either. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You just don't know the circumstance. So when you don't know a circumstance, it's kind of hard to say. Ah, man, like, I'm looking at her mom, and she ugly as shit. Well, nigga, maybe her mom, like, you know what I'm saying? That is true. That's Can't unfair. Do, don't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. Yeah, because the story. But you can definitely judge that attitude. If she out here tripping, she probably <laughs> got it from her fucking mama. I'm going to say that for That's sure. Funny. If she That's got a bad funny. attitude, I blame her That's mama. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. But, I mean, I don't, I've heard the quote, though, but, like, I mean, I ain't going to cap at you. Like, a lot of girls, because I, you know, Stockton, bro, a lot of these girls do look like they mom. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, let me ask it you this, though. Is. Do you think that's the same thing that goes with niggas and they dad? Yeah. So it's interesting. We so quick to talk about women and, oh, you look like her mom, but what about your pop, nigga? What about you? you oh, I get scared every day some, from some, my, some of y'all don't know y'all niggas. Y'all don't know y'all pop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Say that shit. That's t you know, so it's like, it's, it's crazy. We come up with these things, like, when, when it comes to men... And we come up with these things to judge women, but it's like the moment women judge us, we get a prop, we get we get offended. Mm -hmm. We got all these criteria for women and stuff like that. But as soon as the woman says, "I want a man who makes six figures," now you offended. I'm offended. Uh, Just because you want, I mean, I ain't mad. But, I, but you see I, what I'm saying? I want a girl that makes seven. I feel but like you, you got, got a, a solid individual in your corner to you, be able to speak like this you, right now, too. It's not, but not even just that, right? On top of me having a girl, I'm also 35, that is, right? Yeah. Like at this point in my life now, like, Season. like I'm just not, I'm not, I, <laughs> the things that mattered to me at 26, 25 doesn't matter to me at 36, 35, 36. Yes, sir. Right? And I say that to say, like, think about it like this, right? Like, all right. We say, like, we'll say, yeah, man, I want a girl. She got to have this, 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 this. So why is it that the moment a woman says, I want this, 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 and this, it is a problem? Now, I get mm -hmm. it. It may, for some guys, it may be delusion. Yeah. It may be like, oh, yeah, you're not getting no man. Because whatever. 
But how are you going to be upset at what she wants? And let's be real. A lot of niggas, when it come to looks wise, you be delusional about the women you want. Because let's be real. You ain't that fine, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you not that fine, bro. You, Talk about you it. fat. You got you out of shape. Talk about you got it. titties. Talk you got a little it. dick. Like, come on, dog. But, Talk you, about but it. you got a nerve to talk about you want a fucking supermodel. Say that. You know what I'm saying? You like, I know for a fact, man, like, you know when you dating, you you know when you shooting above your fucking lead. Yeah. See, but it makes me what pisses me off about everything he just said. You can have all that, but if you got money, the female gonna give you the opportunity. Not true. Not no, always. No, so. Jay-Z said it too. There's no such thing as the ugly billionaire. It's it's okay. So when you got money, you have the means to look nice, right? You have the means to take care of yourself. You have the means to and I'm not just talking about looking nice as far as buying nice clothes, right? right. When you have money, you are you have a you have a way that you eat better, right? Like you're 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 not you're not put like, okay, somebody I'm somebody who deals with mental health, right? And you know, I I I'm very vocal about it, blah, 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 right? But when I got when I got a couple of dollars in my pocket, right, right, I'm it's I can eat a I can drink a smoothie, right, because I'm ordering greens and I'm very you're more conscious of how you how you present yourself. Skin, that's so that, like you know what I'm saying, like that's yo, like like right now, like I'm I'm down, like I you know, I I, I just lost like thirty pounds. Fucking with Larry June, not not even just like June, <laughs> but it's like you know, but not, not but it's like you know my my like I'm worried about things that concern me and 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 and. Boxing every day, like I, I got the money to box. There you go. Say that. You know what I mean? I work out every day. I box. I bo yo, like uh, I box six rounds a day. Box eight rounds yesterday. Box six. You know what I mean? And Ooh. I wake up early in the morning to do it. There you go. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when you so. But I got. I had the. I had the money to have a fight camp. Well, my girl got it for me. But shout the, out. Shout out to the. You but know the saying? point is, it's like I got fight camp, and it's like, but you got money to do it. So it's like it's not just about your clothes and your gear. It's about. Your, men, your your lifestyle, Man. you know what I'm saying? When you got when you got a couple of dollars, in, and I'm not rich by any means, but I'm not poor either, right? right. Mm -hmm. And when you got a couple of dollars in your pocket, you got the money to do some things, right? Mm -hmm. Bottom do, line, make the right decisions. Make the right decisions. That's the truth. But I'm speaking on the motherfuckers <laughs> that don't. That got the money. They just some trap homies that just be. You feel me? They just. They, they and, fat and, sipping syrup, eating McDonald's and every so day. So why are you worried about? Say you worried about bitches. Yeah, yeah, but that, yeah. But they're, yeah. They're pulling the bad, like you said. Are they are they pulling bad bitches though? Like what's that? That's the that's another thing, right? What is a bad bitch? Just because you look good, don't I mean? Is a lot. There's a lot more that goes into that, right? Mm. Like I like literally. But one thing I can say about my lady, man, she good for me, bro. First of all, I think she's fine, right? But on top of that, right, it's the it's the it's the mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's the fact that we're friends. It's the fact that we get along. It's the fact that we're partners. We talk. We, you know what I'm saying? We God communicate. Bless. I'm not saying that we always write and we always that we we always get along. Sometimes she has days that I I want to I want to knock her upside. Not I'm sorry, that's the right. wrong thing. But I have days where <laughs> I, I'm I'm mad and I want to cuss and blah 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 blah. She got days too. I'm not. You know what I mean? Right. But we're partners. And it's like niggas is niggas is putting too much value in women and they looks and titties and ass that's when true. you need to be putting value in this and this. Then that and that. Mm -hmm. That and that. No kiss, no kidnap. I ain't lying to you. Hey, I grew up thinking. <laughs> I told myself I ain't finna sit here. Why like, are you smiling so much over this? Because he's not. Because one little bit. This he all, get, I, he's soaking up game. I said this to my little brother too. He's like, don't be out here fucking around with no female. You can't see yourself settling down with. Because you don't know what the hell is gonna happen once you stick that up inside of her, bro. So at the end of the day, she might look good. You want to go do that? She might look good. Now you dated a little klutzo dodo bird. But here's you know the thing: saying? you can actually fuck with a chick that you're not gonna settle down with, right? But you also gotta just just respect her, mm -hmm. right? Y'all can have like that's the thing, right? I've had like look, there's girls that I've had flings with, right? Where we was just it was just we was fucking and that's it, right? But guess what? We were still cool. I still have respect for you. I'm right. still gonna make sure you got home safe. I'm still when you come over, make sure you got food. I'm still like you know what are we what are we talking about? And you here? also knew her. 
But that's the point, though, right? I'm not. You don't. The point is, you shouldn't be fucking with somebody you don't know. Bam. That's it. Bam. That you don't know. But if, okay, so I'm 26. I'm single. Should I have my life established, getting got everything in order before I jump into the relationship, or is it better to, you know, sometimes I don't have everything. You in don't order, have but... to have every. You know what you have to have in order. You have to have your your mental your mental state in order. You have to have the emotional capacity to be somebody's partner. Mm-hmm. If you know you don't, if you know you still, you 26 and you still selfish, then nigga, you don't need to be dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. It's about your emotional, do you have the emotional space to be there for somebody? Because here's the thing, on top of just being a boyfriend, right, you got to be a friend, right? You got to make sure she's okay. She got to make sure you okay. You don't have, if you don't have space for that, you ain't no good to nobody. Mm. That's what it is. It's the emotional capacity. Everybody's worried about their money in their pockets. Okay, yeah, I get that. But do you have the emotional space when somebody's having a bad day to be there for them? Do you have the emotional space when somebody is not fucking feeling you to be there, to communicate properly? Do you want to quit? Do you want to give up? Do you want those things? If you know you don't have the emotional capacity for that. Not yet. Not yet. That's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Emotional yeah. capacity. Just be I'm willing to want to do these type of things if before you mm-hmm. jump into that damn relate. That's real though. I'm taking that no today. Cap. Emotional capacity. That's the one I got. I'm taking that one. Go I ain't, no. I was really gonna say that was a, that was a good one. I was like, go ahead though, because <laughs> we got a, we got the meeting at twelve. No, we're good. We, we got some time. Yeah. We're chilling. We're sitting back. Um, well, we we don't got time, but go, no. <laughs> go ahead. No, go. You good, G? For me, I mean, honestly, it's just. We, we got into the writing, we got into the comedian, we got into the DJing. Well, let's talk about this. I I see it as in threes, right? I mean, Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick had that. Yes. Had they that, are the, they are the Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick? Yeah, the they, three. They are, they are they, from 2010 to 2020, they were the three. Yeah. Yes. So mm. who are the next three? I don't know. Do we, have, do we have them there? Lil I mean, Baby is definitely one. Lil Baby's in mine. That's what I'm Lil Baby's I, for sure. I want to put Dirk, but I don't Dirk. think he I think he's the I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a fan of these niggas though. So I can't say that I'm like Don't fuck with Dirk. Nigga, no. Damn. I mean, I I'm objective, like he cool, but like that's not the kind of music I listen to. Yeah. Like, right? So like Dirk and, and Moneybag Yo and all that yeah. other shit, like that's not my type of rap. Yeah. You fuck a future? No. But I, I but he's also gonna be in my top fifty. Yeah. Say that. Cause yeah, cause he cause he hits the check marks. I gotta be objective. Okay, I not a fan of future, but I understand it. Damn, I so, can really talk music with like I because I'm, 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 really... I'm not a nigga to just say like oh future trash and that's the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, because that's not the case. Yeah, you gonna... Some, future's doing something right. Right, <laughs> doing something right. Right, that, yeah. I don't have to be. A, I don't gotta like future music, but I, I can't deny his place. You can't tell the story of hip hop without future. Do you feel like they should be able to use people's lyrics as as incriminating uh, the not devices, but like incriminating language in courts. Absolutely. But like how? They're just storytelling. No, you're not. You're fabricating. I mean, like Depending slick song which, back in the day, if you really were to take that. If you're saying I shot a nigga in the face, like he said that. And remember Slick Rick? Well, here we go. Once in a long time. Remember once that? Long, we're talking about on children's story. Yeah, children's story. He actually but, but but so here's the thing, right? You're talking about children's story to a song called like and I'm not Bring it, I'm just making a song up, right? But a song called "Shoot That Nigga," okay, right? And you're talking, but 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 my thing is you, but but here's the thing, right? They're not bringing up your lyrics because they're incriminating you as far as you a rapper, right? But it's the lyrics on top of what you're saying outside the lyrics, right? So let's say you say, "Yo," you say, "All right, these are my lyrics," 
And then you're also saying shit like, yeah, man, you know, my lyrics is 100% true. Damn. Oh, really? I live by this shit. <laughs> right. Oh, really? <laughs> Everything I say, I would Fans, yeah, it's fans like this right now. <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> that is like, true. Like, Slick say Rick that. said he was a storyteller. Say that. And also, like, in the, in, the, in the story, first of all, in children's story, right? Like, he's talk, I mean, he's talking about somebody, like, you need bullets. Hurry up, run. Like, it's a, like it's not a, that's a, it's a, it was a, cart, it's a cartoonish story. What the, what Young Thug and all these niggas, that's not cartoon, nigga. It's making real All right, prime example. Prime example. Rick Ross. You remember these lyrics? Do you remember these lyrics? Uh, put a molly all in her champagne. She, she ain't know, know it. it. Took her home and enjoyed that. She, she ain't know, know it. it. Ooh, damn. I, I didn't. I, that second verse, I almost, I never really heard that part. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Took her home and enjoyed it. She ain't even know it. Uh, so let me ask you this. Right, if I'm a prosecutor and Rick Ross is on fucking trial, right, for and I'm not saying he should be or anything, but let's say he's on trial for 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 rape. Fans like this. <laughs> Fans no. like this. Why why this say, why say that if you didn't do that? Yeah, because I know me and in, in my if I'm a rapper and my lyrics, I'm not saying that because that's not what I do. A a a a a a a a. So work? he probably put a now the song is called You Ain't Even Know It. So maybe he has put a molly in a woman's champagne, and maybe she did know it. <laughs> I believe that, right? Or he had a rapport for her, right? Like, it depends, right? So like, if I put a molly in my girl's champagne, she ain't even know it. I took her home, and I enjoyed that. She ain't even know it. Okay, now, me and my lady, if we in a, a loving relationship, we love each other, we just... I put some body in champagne. You didn't know it. You like, why I feel so tech? Because I put it. Why my nipples hard? Yeah, why? Yeah, why my? You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like I know our sex is always consensual. Right. Yeah. This, but in 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 out of context, that sounds like unconsensual sex. Right. That is that is. Agreed. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I kind of tried to play devil's advocate. Didn't work. No, no, no. It's it's. I get it. Yep. But I see why. I'm not saying that they should be taking these rappers. But you got to see you. You got to see both sides of the argument. Why am murder on my mind? Like he's really they tried they trying to give him the uh, you know the death penalty over that shit. Who? Why Y N W Melly? I don't even know, I don't know what that is. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> we had a song murder on my mind. Long story short, or did he murder somebody? Apparently he did. Yeah. <laughs> and they probably have evidence that he did. The song probably said it all. Why he still okay. Did. Yep. Yep. I ain't gonna lie, Brad. This is yeah. Well, I want to speak on that a little bit too, because you you said that you're big a uh, mental uh, health advocate as well. Like yeah. Where when did that come about? When you wanted to start taking your mental 2017. health? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. What was what was the situation behind it? I don't really want to get into the situation, but um, I'm di I'm glad you did overcome it then. Yeah. So I don't want you know, but I, I had a really rough you know I had a rough time, and you know I went to the doctor to find out what was going on. Found out I was bipolar. And um, and then yeah, after ever since then, you know, I just was like, all right, well, you know, if that's the case, I'm never going to not live with this. I'm going to be this for the rest of my life. How do you manage it? And that's it. You go to, you still go to therapy now? All the time. You feel like boxing has helped it? With Absolutely. That? Yeah, that's cool. You believe in therapy? Absolutely. Yeah. Therapy, boxing, and also eating better, right? So like, the reason why you eat right, like you know, people don't realize like when you eating pork and and and. And meat and stuff like that. Not say you can't eat it, right? But when you overdose on that shit, like don't forget, man, them toxins and stuff like that, that fucks with you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Eat things that didn't have that weren't that weren't in a stressful environment and stuff like that. You mm. know what I'm saying? So you eating chicken and all this other shit, and these chickens was slaughtered and got the, you know what I mean? Like, mm. and they're, they're before they get there, they they in cages and shit like that. I'm not saying again, not saying you can't eat it. I'm saying just be conscious of when you drinking more water, when you eating more greens. 
your, your your mental health it does affect your mental health. I've seen uh, I've seen a change in mine. Yeah. Which is why Clint doesn't listen to future and all these young homies. Not to say that. I mean, I mean, but I, if you think about it, that that you're consuming that. Yeah. That's I don't want to. Cons- I don't want to consume your problems. Exactly. You're consuming a whole lot of problems. Rod Wave in itself makes me sad. That's what I was going to ask you about the um the megahertz. That they be like four hundred and thirty-two megahertz, like the frequencies. You are you big on that? Cause you know you you ever you know anything about that? I don't know anything about that. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, no, I'm not gonna good. sit here and be on the podcast and act like I know something that I don't know about, man. That's the that's the stupidest thing you could do. Yeah. Man. So I don't know about the frequencies, and I mean, that's something maybe I need to me to brush up on. But for the most part, though, when I'm listening to music, and, and don't get me wrong, music is a feeling too, right? So like when I'm depressed, I listen to Mac Miller, right? But that doesn't mean that I want to do what Mac Miller did. Mm-hmm. I, have, right. I it, it's crossed my mind before. That's what that's the catalyst of me. Wanting to get myself checked out and stuff like that. Yes, and sir. you're still going to have those thoughts. That's the thing, right? So, like, you know, but it's the crazy thing is when is those thoughts off the table or less and less? So, it's like now for me, maybe once a year. Great. That's not bad. Yeah. You That's smoke weed? Bad. No, I do edibles, though. You and do shrooms. edibles? Shrooms, too? Shrooms? Oh, yeah, shit. Shrooms. Microdose yeah. or you, like, do shrooms? No, I do microdose. So, like, I, I get them in a capsule. I'm not, you know, I ain't going to. capsules? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put them in my smoothie. Yeah. Oh, that's respect. Nice. I ain't got nothing against that. Yeah. I ain't never tried it. Well, I I just don't that, but that would be my way. Yeah, yeah shrooms in the smoothie is lit. Mm-hmm. That would definitely be my way. I just don't want to incriminate myself and nobody. No. <laughs> no, it's legal. Good. I ain't gonna lie. No, shrooms no. ain't legal. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Where? At least here. I want to say no, in Cali, Cali oh. Oregon. They're, Can you buy them? Yeah, well, they're, they're starting to get to that point where it's shrooms are starting to get a lot bigger in the yeah, past yeah, year yeah. and a half, you, two years than. It's not incriminating if you grew your own shrooms in your backyard and you just happen to eat them. Shrooms. No, I'm just saying. I wanted to. I don't think that's incriminating. If I wanted to do that. Oh, I went, went to my tree in my backyard. Oh, this is a shrooms. Yeah, I don't. I don't grow shrooms. Oh man, no. I mean, I feel good. Good, bro, I feel like we got a lot cleansed. Anything you want to get out before you get out of here, bro? We appreciate you for coming through. No doubt, my apologies, y'all. Uh, no, nah, man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All last thing, yo, yo. Uh, music is the love language podcast, man. If y'all could do me a Oof. favor, just go ahead, man. We, 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 you know, uh, we now on the Revolt Network. Uh, download the Revolt app and, and watch us and listen to us and stuff like that. Like, that's it, man. I, shout out Samson, bro, because I mean, Tavon, that's my yeah, boy. Shout man. out Tavon, bro. To be honest, like for the ones listening, like how he just said he signed to the Revolt, Revolt Podcast mm-hmm. Network as well. We love collabing with our peoples, but we had no idea no, that it happened. Right, so, how God works, you know, yeah, right, right, right. Shit, facts, facts, stars facts, align is amazing, facts. bro. Shout out Samson, bro. Again, thank you for coming through. No doubt. We appreciate you, bro. No he said this is just the beginning. You already know. This is going to be a. Uh, uh, yeah, nah, yeah. Hope y'all like the new studio, y'all. It's your boy JG. You already know it's Jay Jonah, and we got. Oh, oh, I was. Oh, I didn't know that was my cue. Yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't. I, I, we didn't rehearse this. <laughs> You're good All to right? go. I'm Clint Coley, though, man. And yes, we're signing sir. out this thing, y'all. It's blowing smoke. Yes, sir.